all this morning, this beautiful day that our Lord has blessed us with. Thank you for being here, and for those of you joining us on our online stream, we thank you for joining us as well. So, how do you discern the will of God? <laughs> you know? How do you, how do you discern, how do, how do I, how do we, as Orthodox Christians walking this journey of life, how do we discern what God's will is for us in our lives? Especially when it comes to major decisions that we make in our life. You know, in the, in the Orthodox Church, there is a, a ministry, it's called the Orthodox Christian Prison Ministry. It's a pan-Orthodox ministry here in the United States, and it's, of course, uh, served by all the jurisdictions of the Orthodox Church in the U.S. And it's interesting what some of the prisoners will say as they're writing their letters. Things like, gosh, you know, the bad decisions I made led me to this place. <laughs> now, certainly, you and I are not making those kind of bad decisions. At least I hope we're not making those kind of bad decisions. But I, I think it's fair to say that I think every one of us can admit to one degree or another that Perhaps we've made decisions in the past that maybe we regretted making. So the question is, how do we discern when it comes to decisions, when we get to that fork in the road in our journey of life, how do we discern what God's will is? If I can share with you just briefly, you know, a common question, a common question that is always asked of clergy, not necessarily of just me, myself, but of all clergy. It's a common question. You know what it is? When did you decide you wanted to become a priest? And I can tell you for myself, that was at the age of 16. I can tell you where I was. I can tell you what I was doing. When I felt that calling in my heart. 16 years old. But I ignored it. I ignored the will of God for me in my life. And instead started after high school on a direction leading towards a career in aviation. And as you know, you know, I, I went to flight school, got my license. Anyway, God had other plans for me. I won't go into all the details, it's a long story. The point is this, aviation did work out for me, God had other plans for me. But even though aviation didn't work out for me, I still ignored God's will in my life. And I went to sales and marketing for three years, and I was miserable. It wasn't who I was. And I was still in the right God's will in my life. Until one day I asked the Lord a simple question in the context of prayer. And you know what that question was? Lord, what do you want from me in my life? Even though I knew it deep down in my heart. I was in a place where I just wasn't, I was lost. And I was like, Lord, what do you want from me in my life? And the minute I started saying that prayer, not just once, but daily, and really asking for God's guidance on a daily basis, things started to happen. It's amazing how things just started to fall into place. Once I laid at the feet of prayer, at the feet of our Lord in prayer, Lord, what do you want from me? How do you want me to answer this question? How do you want me to make this decision? First thing that we have to do, my brothers and sisters in Christ, in discerning God's will for us, especially when it comes to major decisions, 
is to lay it at our feet of our Lord in prayer. And I know that sounds obvious, but I didn't do it. So if I didn't do it, maybe some of us aren't doing it as well initially. And when you lay the question at the feet of our Lord in prayer, you know what you come to realize? That God's will for us is an expression of His love for us. God's will for us is an expression of His love for us. And His will for us, His will for us may not be what we want, but it's always what's best for us. We have to trust God. Because my brothers and sisters in Christ, our Lord and Savior who was crucified on the cross because He loves us so much that we may have salvation in His holy name. If we can trust God with our eternal salvation, can we not trust Him with the answer to tomorrow's question? Of Lord, what do you want from me? How am I going to answer this? Something to really think of. The first thing that we do is we give it to God in prayer. The second thing, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and I think this is really important, we have to know Scripture. You know, Father Steve Seclish used to say, he was the pastor of this parish, he used to say, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I, I've said it once and I'll say it again, if we don't know Scripture, we don't know our faith. We have to know the Bible. We have to know the lives of the saints. And why is knowing Scripture and knowing the lives of the saints so important in discerning the will of God in our life. Because many people in the Old Testament, many people in the New Testament, they make mistakes. And if we read their life, we can learn from their life. If we read their life, we can learn how the power and grace of the Holy Spirit worked in their life. To lead them to the place where God wanted them to go. To lead them to the answer God wanted for them. And the saints of the church, how powerful are they? Especially for our present day and age. So many saints. Saint Gerasimus. Patron saint of mental illness. Lord, I'm struggling. What do you want from me? What is your will in my life? So many saints. St. Mary of Egypt. Another beautiful example of somebody who made so many bad choices in her life. And went down, went out into the desert route. Became a great, great saint of our church. Lord, what do you want from me in my life? Invoking the life of St. Mary of Egypt, especially, especially for addictions. And there are so many of them. There's the addiction to food, there's the addiction to gambling, there's, there's the addiction to alcohol, there's the addiction to, I don't know, drugs, heroin, and meth, and there's the addiction to pornography, there's so many addictions out there. Do we know the life of St. Mary? Do we ask for intercessory prayers if we're struggling? Because only in this way can we discern God's will in our life, my brothers and sisters and so, laying it out in prayer, the feet of our Lord, and knowing Scripture, and the lives of the saints. The third thing, there are four items. The third thing, seek out godly advice. Seeking out godly advice is so, so very important. 
Because what I want in my life may not be what God wants for me in my life. And sometimes we need other people to bring that to our attention. Like, for example, Dr. Ted Kalsunis, who was so instrumental, a blessed memory, professor at the University of Washington, a fine, fine human being. He knew I was struggling. And he came to me and he talked to me about the seminary. And I shared with him my concerns. And I shared with him my fears. And you know what he said to me? Dean, God is calling you. This is what he wants for you. But at the time I couldn't accept it. I needed to hear, I needed to hear it from him. And sometimes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, when we think we're making the right choice, it may not be the right choice at all. So seeking out godly advice is really, really, really important. And finally, and just as important, trust God for the outcome. Make a decision and trust God for the outcome. Once our Lord and Savior leads you to the place where you're making a decision, my brothers and sisters in Christ, don't look back. Trust the leading of the Lord. Believe that the Lord goes before you because He does. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes we'll make a decision, and if it's not the Lord's will, He'll tell us and He'll guide us in the right direction as long as we're listening. Sometimes what happens, my brothers and sisters in Christ, perhaps this has happened to you in your life, we analyze, we study. We get advice. We spend time in prayer. We do all of these things. And we never make a decision. And Father Homer, blessed memory, used to say, not making a decision is a decision in itself. All right. But not making a decision gets us nowhere. Trust God. Don't sit back and wait for some great revelation to come forth to you like a lightning bolt out of the sky. If you've prayed for it, if you've prayed about it, and you know scripture and study and seek, sought out scripture and sought out some godly advice, trust God, trust God for the outcome and make a decision. And I promise you, if it's not the right decision, you will know. Remember when we were doing this hall over here? For those of you who were here then, we were building this hall. Sophie's shaking your head, yes, so it's King. When we were building this hall, how many different did we go through different architectural plans? How many? Three, four? None of them worked out. Because none of them were God's will for us. And then when it, and then, as we began, as we were praying about it, right? And we brought it to the congregation in prayers, we were praying about it. Look what happened. How everything when we built this building fell into place. The price was right. The economic timing was right. We were able to borrow the money. We paid it off in five and a half years. We did it because we were seeking God's will. And we spent how many years trying to impose our will on God when we built this, this hall? But when we finally sought out God's will, that was Christ, everything fell into place. The same is true with our strategic plan. I hope. Since we're walking this journey of a strategic plan for our parish, my prayer is that you are praying with us while we are on this journey. 
that we discern God's will for the community through your participation, that is so very important. Because as I've said to you before, and I'll say it again, this isn't my plan, it's not the plan of the strategic team, it's your strategic plan. And really, what are we doing in the context of the strategic plan is trying to discern what God's will is for us in our community. That's why each and every one of us, we as a community, need to be praying for the strategic plan as it's being developed and as we put it together in order that we may grow our faith as we're walking this journey of life to the glory to the glory of God first and foremost. So I leave you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning with this thought. In the gospel lesson of today, here you have the man, the two blind men, who followed Jesus and was healed by him. Now, these two gentlemen probably have heard of Jesus. They probably heard of his healing miracles. And they wanted to be healed. Now, the thing is, after hearing about who Jesus was, they were at that fork in the road. They had to make a decision. Were they going to go towards Christ? Or were they, like so many people back then, going to say no to Christ and just walk away and seek healing elsewhere? They had to make a decision at that junction. And they made a decision to walk towards Christ. And as they did that, Christ healed their blindness. And as we make decisions, knowing what God's will is, or discerning the best we can what God's will is for our life and allowing Him to lead us, we too will be like those blind men, seeking out Christ, asking for our spiritual blindness to be healed to whatever degree we are spiritually blind, and glorifying our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the process. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us all and keep us in His care on this day and all days.